Did you know you're inside? Inside Ottawa. Podcasting from the Ottawa Alert Underground Studios in downtown Kansas City. And this is a podcast made for you. I'm going to have to ask you to go ahead and move your desk again. Downstairs into storage B. No. Another episode of the Inside Out Alert a podcast. Uh, these things uh, last week uh, was fun because we got a brand new co-host uh, on the Inside Out Alert podcast. As always, we've got uh, Drew Black. We'll shake it. Uh, our uh, social media coordinator, uh, brand ambassador. And then uh, joining the team, uh, Claire Turner is back for her second in the couch, you always look so stiff. You always look so. Do you need a stoic? Do, do you need a stoic. Yeah, stoic? Is that what it is? Do you yeah. need a little? Uh, you need a little. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't want to mess up, and you don't want to mess up. Is that your biggest uh, worry? Well, I don't want to say anything that I shouldn't say. Well, that always happens. <laughs> out, of, out of all of us in the room, you're oh. the one we have to worry about, which is really strange. Yeah. This week uh, on the Inside Out Alert podcast, we got one of our guests that is running a little bit late because that's what these guys are, man. They, they are constantly moving, constantly. Hustling. I thought maybe if we didn't hit them towards the end of the month, which our end of month is uh, the 15th of every month because mm-hmm. we don't want to go at the same time the dealers are having their end of month. I thought maybe the 5th, this is when we're recording this, it'd be easier. But Rashad's on the phone, Brett. Slater Beck's on the phone. They're running sales teams. Uh, but I do want to introduce uh, to the to the crowd or to everybody, uh, Rashad Tucker. Um, how you guys doing? He is. Uh, you guys gonna answer him? Yeah. No. Uh, I'm, I'm like. I'm like. All right. Are you guys just. Are you guys just nervous? Are you have a salesperson here? No. I think yeah. I, I was gonna say he's got a voice for radio. For radio. You know what? I actually heard that the other day. Yeah. Uh, talking with the GM. Uh, close him on a four deal. Yeah. He told me after I closed him, he's like, "Hey, man, you got a voice for radio." I said, "Really? <laughs> just signed up, man." So he, he signed up and. <laughs> You know, just shook, because shook of his that. Hand and went for, hey, just because of that, man. So Whatever we're, works. We're going to yep. get into that a little bit. Claire, Absolutely. do you know anything about the sales process here at AutoAlert? Not very much. How no. we get con- uh, how we get customers and 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 what the sales like. Uh, do you know off the top of your head, Rashad, how many people are on the sales team all together? Uh, all together. I mean, we got PMs added. I mean, I would say without the PMs, without the PMs, yeah, you're looking at probably uh, probably thirty plus. Thirty plus is a between, lot. Yep, between yeah. east and west. So I'm. Uh, let me get this out there first. I got to get this going so I can get in the right mood, uh, mindset. All right. Did you see Brett walk by? Is that what it was? We'll wait till Brett gets in here. So, so Rashad, you run the the west, right? Yes, sir. West of the Mississippi. Everything west of the Mississippi. Everybody that works basically in the field and in the office. You 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 headline all of those. Your yes. leadership for that. Yes, sir. And then Brett Slaterbeck, who's walking in the door now, he runs everything on the east, right? Yep. So the Mississippi River is. Right down the middle. That's the cutoff there. Who runs Canada? Canada. That's Brad Johnson. Brad. So Brad has all of Canada too. So what's up, Brett? How you doing, Joey? Good. I, I know it's busy for you guys, man. So, but I appreciate. It. Make sure that mic's right up on him. Speaking of another guy that's got a good voice for uh, for radio, Brett Slaterback, man. We got two beautiful. You guys should just go to Branson and start your own theater, right? <laughs> you and Yakov Smirnoff. You could be an R and B group or something. Like, I, I want to hear you guys harmonize. Rashad and uh, Rashad and yeah, the they both got like great voices. <laughs> so we were just talking to Rashad. We didn't get really uh, that far into. We're going to talk a little sales today. Uh, this is uh, Claire Turner. Have you met Claire before, Brett? I walked past her a couple of times. How yeah. you doing? Yeah, usually in the elevator or, or somewhere in the lobby. Do you want to tell them what you do, Claire? Oh, I'm an executive assistant slash project coordinator on the on the dev team. She works directly with Tom Walls. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So here, I want to get things started. I want to get us in the right uh, mood here. So let me get this. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's get this going real quick. Everybody, <laughs> yes, sir. There it is. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Got to get it going. <laughs> you guys know this? Got a freestyle yeah. over it. Do you guys do Wolf of Wall Street every time? Or no, just for you guys, no, man. This is a sales thing. thing <laughs> yeah, it's for sales. Oh, God, man. Oh, I got one more for you, too. Oh, you got to get that call. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then he gives here. We got to get this part. CEO, and the money comes in. Parade comes to town. Going down Broadway. It's a one-way street. <laughs> you have you guys do this for Shad? What's up? You have you guys do this every morning? Maybe you do this one. I might, I might start it tomorrow, though. <laughs> I see Rashad Moore doing this one right here. Let's see. A, B, C. Hey. A, always B, B, C, closing. Always Always closing. be closing. <laughs> always be closing. Brett, can you hear okay in your side? Uh, I, can, I can hear it. I can hear it. So yeah, that is uh, that's Glenn Glary, Glenn Ross. That's a big thing for for sales, isn't it? That, oh, yeah. that movie. Yeah, Alec Baldwin. The, the leads are good. These aren't <laughs> leads. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, I'm familiar. Claire, do you want to remind Brett that this is a corporate uh, podcast? It's and a if corporate you, cu- If you podcast. can't cuss, he can't cuss either. You have, you have to say things <laughs> in a proper <laughs> manner here. In a proper way. Yes. Yeah, I got to write down. Hold on, okay, four minutes and forty five seconds. <laughs> you Brett, made it, Brett. I'm, that's I'm a new from, record. I'm from yeah. Philadelphia. It's gonna happen, man. I'm born sorry. and raised. Yeah. Yeah. On the playground is where he spent yeah, most of his days. Anytime somebody <laughs> says they're from Philadelphia, you got to. So, Brett, we were just talking to Rashad. You guys are both sales directors. Uh, Brett, you and I have been together for since Motofuse, and uh, you did a little time over at Venn also. Uh, Rashad, where the hell did you come from? Yeah, so uh, I played college football at K-State, uh, then transferred to Ottawa University. But before that, well, actually after that, um, came home, and I was actually managing a car wash uh, for a couple years. Then after that, I went to selling cars. Yeah. I actually uh, found an ad on Craigslist. says sales manager and trainee. I'm like, what is this? I mean, I'm, I'm good at whatever I do, but let me try it out. Look at that. So uh, so, 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 so started doing that. Yeah, started doing that off, off <laughs> Craigslist and, uh, you know, started selling cars for a couple months. After that, they threw me the keys and said, hey, you're, you're the general manager. So I'm trying to sit up in the chair proper and, yeah. you know, trying <laughs> to do, do the best I can. And I was manager of the month, sales manager of the month every single month and was doing that. It was a buy here, pay here, yeah. actually. So I would up the customer, uh, finance them. Uh, repo, We're going to get into those terminologies, too. by the way, Claire. So I don't know if you know what an up is, up in your customer. So we're going to get into that just in case you don't follow them a little I've bit. I've heard of it, but I don't remember okay. what it is. Yeah. You're coming straight from the eighth floor. You guys got a lingo, and you guys got a you know a whole different vocabulary up there right. that the rest of the company doesn't really know about. Right? It's yeah. not necessarily a bad thing. You don't know it though. It's okay. Yeah. okay. So you you did this. You you're running. You're you're taking ups. You're closing deals. Yeah, closing you're managing deals, the store. Uh, repoing cars too. I was a janitor plus a manager. So, so wait, you were repoing? Did anybody were you out there here? in the middle of the night? Like out, out there repoing, man. It was a buy here, pay here. Hey, uh, did you ever pick up a green Jeep from Grandview? <laughs> you know what? Because <laughs> there was a time in my life. That's funny. Hey, uh, might, might have, man. So that's, uh, that's what you were doing. And how did you know about, let me get some music going here. It's just a little background music to get us going here. Yeah. So what uh, what got you eventually here at Auto Alert? I actually brought you, a, were you Were you Motofuse or were you Auto Alert? I, I was Auto Alert when okay. I came in, yeah. So I actually bought a truck uh, from Hendrick Chevrolet and Shawnee Mission from uh, Calvin Ward. Yeah. He was here for a couple few years or whatever. Bought a truck from him and he kept telling me, he's like, Hey man, come to Auto Alert. Come over to us. Hey, I'm, I'm hearing about it. It's, it's good things, and you know it's a growing company. So I'm like, okay, let me try it out. Interview with Phil Dixon uh, a couple different times. Philly Phil. Philly Phil. He yeah. interviews almost every single person that came in here in sales, except for Brett. 
No, you didn't interview with Phil. Uh, probably, Randall, Randall and Keith, man. Was it so Randall and Keith? That was a Kendall, fun interview. Kendall yeah. wasn't involved in that? No, no, I didn't meet him until about a week after that. That was an experience in itself. Good yeah. dude. Yeah. Good dude. So yeah. you interviewed Otto. You started a, did you start as a poll? Start as a poll. That's where everybody starts, really, in sales, right? Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. What, what do you the explain? Trenches. Now, the, 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 the correct term is SDA, right? Yep. Sales Development Associate. Associate. And a poll. Why do they call it a poll, Brett? Uh, so it's called a fishing pole. Uh, we SDA, but we call it lovingly called a fishing pole. Um, the whole job is learn the system, get comfortable on the forum, get comfortable talking about the program, what we do, schedule appointments. Everybody in sales starts there. I started there. Rashad started there. Yeah. Um, he's actually like you talked about earlier. I'm in charge of the east, in charge of the west. But we promote from within. That's all we do in sales. So you got to start at the ground level, no matter where There's you. are. There's definitely a career path when you get into sales at 100. Right. Because your, your career path can go PM, you can go PC, or you can go RSM, RM, or uh, RSR. 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 Yeah. yeah. And then from there, you got to take your guys's jobs. Well, that's not yeah. happening. Hopefully not, but that, that could happen, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, happen. But you guys have counterparts, too. So your directors inside and outside, but but you have a counterparts that are out in the field yeah. that are directors as well. So we the main guy is Hal Snap. So he's out in the field managing the outside staff. We work as a team, though. Everything's team sales around here. So one family, mm-hmm. uh, one team, one fight. The co Rob Step Rob there. Uh, but there's yeah. a whole bunch of people out in the field and just work as one team. Man. Robbie's so, been around for a long time, too. He yes, yeah. yes. He started with Motofuse, just at the end of it. But yeah. so, so the sales process, and, and really quick, Brick, Give, give us a little bit of your background too, of where you came from. Um, so uh, I graduated college. I went to the University of Kansas. Um, Rock Shack Jayhawk. I graduated uh, during the recession, so I went directly into retail. So that kind of got a, yeah. a feel for that. Um, after that, sold advertising, SEO, SEM, um, websites, different things like that. And then I got a job at Vin. Yeah. Um, Reselling there? Or what, pulling. Uh, ben, uh, I was uh, I was an upsell guy. If you guys know Micah uh, Burgess, yeah, 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 I was yeah, Micah yeah, yeah. Burgess and James Campbell's upsell. We keep catching your watch. What's going on? You getting emails? Just a bunch of calls. It's so. okay. You need to take them. Mm, this one I might need. Take so. any call you need to take. We know this. It never stops with you guys. Yeah. No, I always. completely understand this. So you're at Vin, and then and then you got the call, Randall and Keith, that Motofuse is getting started so, and all that. So Randall said he was starting up. He says, we have a real small team right now, but we're going to grow. Come in. Let me show you a demo of what we do and see if there's something you want to do. I mean, love Randall. Love the guys that we had on the team. So just took the opportunity and ran with it. That was 2014. Yeah. Was summertime? Uh, summertime. Yeah, I guess it was in July 2014. You so a few been, months before me. Yeah. So it's been a while, but it been a wild ride. I couldn't even plan any of this. Never been around for a startup company, but it's evolved since there. It's been awesome. So. I don't know if you guys ever worked for a startup, but when we were at Motofuse, we were eating beans and rice. I mean, yeah. it was like making no money at the time. You're a pure startup, and yeah. it was crazy. And to close deals, because back then the pools were also the regionals, right? And also... Right. Uh, and then Randall and I and, and the and the Vipe were the PCs. That was it. That was it. Right. We so Brett have... would call cold call, get somebody on the line, throw it into Randall. He would demo them for four and a half hours because he's the grinder. <laughs> Grind right? him down. And then uh, and then he'd kick it back out to you, and then you'd have to work the deal. And just work it down as best we could. And so as products are evolving, we come out with new things. Often we demo somebody, and we come who approved with... the deals then. Uh, Randall, Randall, then, then Randall and into... Randall and Keith. Okay, uh, Keith's more on the op side now, but Keith was getting his feet wet a little bit in sales. Not uh, totally wasn't... different now. Totally different now. So totally different. Uh, so I mean, I guess Rashad and I approve every single deal that comes through at this oh, point. Yeah. Every yeah. single so at this point. So. And Sean Morris is who you guys report to, Directly, and how, what yeah. what kind of finger does he have on on closing deals or in this whole sales process? And I know you guys are going to want to bust some uh, tails here and be like, I don't know what he does. He just sits in there. And, you know, <laughs> but but he does do you know because yeah. that's what you guys do in sales. Let me change the direction just for one second. It is nothing but just busting chops up on the eighth floor, nonstop teasing. Busting chops. It's in, and it's male and female. It's oh, not yeah. just a boys' yeah, yeah. club. 
Um, so I, I just want to tell you now, uh, remember we, here, everybody at the company doesn't know that that kind of culture is going on up there. It's kind of like a car lot upstairs. Yeah. It really is. Um, I mean, busting chops, but it's all in good fun. Everybody's extremely competitive. Um, Sean stays involved maybe with large groups and different things like that and just yeah. approvals on getting things like that done. Um, but no, he, he's a great asset to us. He's a great asset to Rashad as well. Absolutely. And just, just knowing, having knowledge, contacts. Because you can bring him use. in too to, to help the, any kind of deal. Hey, yeah, we're stuck. Yeah. We're jammed up. We know somebody. Maybe he knows somebody yeah. or maybe he just wants to get involved. Um, he was very a big part of signing a very large group in the Northeast last year. And it, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just whatever you need from him, really. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's the beauty of sales and what I always say to people, everybody that interviews, everybody that asks me about my job, everybody has the same goal. Everybody will watch each other succeed. So it's really about just working as one team. Because um, uh, everybody's invested in each other's success. I love seeing Rashad do well. I love beating him too. Yeah, I was going to say with the competition between uh, yeah, you. Rashad, yeah. what is the competition between you guys? Yeah, you know, so, you know. And are your goals about the same? The exact same. Yeah, they exact are. same. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I mean, some months uh, I win, some months he win. You know, we could, but hey, it, it keep us level, keep us, uh, you know, uh, closing deals and keeping the numbers up, which helps us. So at the end of the day, we're trying to feed our families, trying to help our team succeed and just be the best we can be. You Does know? it come so, down on you guys when, when you don't make a, make a, make a number? Oh yeah. Or, does, oh, yeah, or do you guys, yeah, does that sales. roll downhill? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, oh yeah. It comes yeah. on you. Always. So Don goes to Sean first, Don Favaro goes to Sean first. You know all this? It's just crazy. They, some ex- We're kind of leaving you out of this, Claire and Drew, because I don't know if I'm you've learning. been up on the sales team. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm learning. learning though. So, yeah, let's, so let's just start. With this. So the polls make the phone call. They're doing cold calls all day long, all right? Day. They're all just calling call. dealers. They're calling Somebody dealers that day. were prospects that had never had us, dealers that have canceled us. Right. Yep. And then once they get a dealer, because they give them the quick pitch, you know, you can sell cars, blah 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 blah, you know, trade keys. Then it goes where, Rashad? It goes into the to the PC box. And a PC stands for you PC know? is product consultant. Yeah. So you know you got like Kevin Rudd, Webexers, you know, Charles McDaniels, you yeah, know, yeah, the, yep, those type of guys. So they they demo it, you know, build the value there, and then from there they transfer it over to the RSR. The RSR, the RSR is the regional sales representative. Regional sales representative. Region, oh yeah, something like that. And yeah. then what do they, what do they do? So then they they have the after conversation, you know. So they're talking about the best next steps. Do we need to set up another in store meeting with you and your team? Because um, you I know what, what did you see? What was the value? When I do demos, I don't I don't price anything, right? I don't I don't give a price out. Right. Right. That's the RSR's responsibility, correct? That's, that's what the we PCs do. just to get them in the ether to get them. Just you know, loving what they're seeing. Show the product, you know, build the value pretty much. Like and a walk around guy, like a yeah. test drive guy. The only guy is just demo cars, demo the right. product, yeah. show off what we but do. But let me, is the, same, is the same strategy that, uh, is the strategy to get into the lowest level at the dealership, like an ISM, and get them excited and then have them try to move it up the ladder? Or, or are we going, or the RSR going, trying to go directly to a decision maker? Depends on the store, depends on the relationship. But if we don't know anybody, start with an ISM. They always answer the phone. Yep. Um, and they're the one that's really going to affect their life. It affects how much money they make and what they do in the actual store. Uh, so getting some interest there and then kind of figuring out what's the best way to attack this store. Well, who's the people to go after? How is this store run? What kind of setup do you have? Do you guys have a BDC, an internet department, round robin? What do you guys actually do? Right. Just um, flowing through those. Are you getting all Wait, those? What, yeah. what is the ISM? Internet sales internet manager. Sales manager. Oh. The ones that take the leads and make the phone calls and set up the appointments. They're generally in charge of all the vendors. Um, so what they actually do, what that looks like. And because... Uh, some of the owners don't always understand every single one of them. Not everybody. It's not a broad stroke, but they yeah. they kind of sort through everybody that calls in or goes and sees them. So right. let's start there and work our way up. Get get your landscape, get your dynamic, and go yep. attack it. So from uh, from from a pull, getting a hold of a customer or a dealer and getting them in on a demo to the deal being closed. On average, about how long is that process? 
60, 90 days for a yeah. poll, uh, a little shorter for an 60 arson. to 90 days or 69 days? 60, 60 to 60. Because that was a very specific number. There's actually a specific right? number. <laughs> there is, uh, but it's it, 60 to 90 days. 60 yeah. to 90 days, but then if you get it with an RSR, which is an inside rep, RSM, outside rep, shorter. So why do we have, so we've got inside reps that are talking to these dealers, yep. trying to work these deals. Why do we have outside reps as well? Because sometimes you got to go through the door. Yeah. Sometimes you got to talk to folks. Be I mean, face to face. Do most dealers, Rashad, want that? Yeah, face some, to face. Some do. You know, I mean, I, our guys, they always give the option. You know, of course, we try to close it over the phone, but we always say, hey, well, what works best for you and your team? I mean, some GMs, they like to have their team see it before they sign off. GSM, sales managers, you know, bring in lunch, talk with the dealers, talk with everybody, build value, have the team shake off on it and say, hey, here's what we want to do. Sign off in store. Yeah. You do know, you so. prefer Brett to, to not send people in? Because that can be expensive. I can, if I can avoid it, I won't do it. Of course. So, I mean, yeah. it's, uh, but yeah. we, we give the dealers the options. We're not looking to reinvent anybody's wheel right. here. So we ask them every time, how do you guys make decisions? And yeah. do we have anybody, do we have outside closers, like your, your go-tos that go in? Uh, yeah, I got I got a couple that I use on a regular basis. Uh, Teresa still with us? Teresa, yep. I've definitely used her. John Rapetto, Rob Stepp. Um, Hal does travel quite a bit. I mean, he's in the regions and helping reps, but he will travel for us as well. Yeah. And we got product consultants that travel as well, like Kevin Rupp, that do extremely well. We actually I'm got, just got a deal from him uh, so as, we're, P- as we're sitting here. So the PC teams also have those that will go into the field, uh, Claire, and do the demos directly inside the dealership, like in, the, in a conference room. And usually you want a decision maker in those meetings, correct? Of course. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's the, almost mandatory. Kevin Rupp's on the road like all the time yeah. doing this. And, and how, does, how does he know where to go? And um, how do you guys determine that you need to send Kevin some more? Rashad and my guys determine where he goes, and we really figure out which meeting is the best, best spend of his time, and where we can actually close, and where what's worth him going to. Right. Um, he just went to Charlotte on a just a one trip. He stopped to a couple stores, but just for one meeting, and somebody just signed up for actually uh, the whole CXM platform. Is that that's uh, uh, is uh, right off the top of my head? I can't remember her name. Is she still down in North Carolina or uh, Liz Peach? Yeah. Uh, she switched over more with the performance side. Uh, oh, okay, just works her relationships extremely well. Um, kind of really suited to her strength, but she does really well. We have a new outside rep that's been there for about five months, four months, Tucker, um, doing extremely well. Super high energy dude. Good guy, though. Works what, is it, what does it take to have a good outside person? Because here's, here's, here's my thing, right? Um, I've always been teased not being a closer, right? Because I don't ask for the money. That's, the, that's an important thing. Right? Yeah. You and I and Rashad, you and I, we have different DNA, right? I just have this weird thing about asking for I can pitch all day long. I can right. tell the story. I can get you in the ether. I can tell you how this is going to fix a lot of problems you didn't realize you had, right? But when it comes down to the money, I'm just like, eh, yeah. start sweating. <laughs> what kind of, like, what type of person is that? Not me, but you guys and those outside yeah. closers. What um, type of person is that? I mean, just simply a closer. Just want to get the deal done. Just just wanting to make it happen is pretty much what it is. You know, figuring out what the value is, what package you want to sign up for. To take a what's, special what's breed of person. Best. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, it starts with that first question, though. I mean, yeah. it's awkward. It's like when you work in a dealership, you ask, well, what color you want? You just ask them to buy something. It's a simple question, but you ask them. See, it's, it sounds so yeah. simple for you guys. But for me, just say, it's not even my money. Right, it's it's just weird like that. Yeah, because uh, you have those two different types of personalities. Right, it's it's a Mike Delay thing. I think I even use his quite a bit. Like, you ready? You done? You in? You, you done listening to me talk? Are you ready yeah. to sign up? And I use it a lot. I used it yesterday. How are you guys different? You guys are in the same position, two different regions of the country. But how are you different? Because Brett, you seem a little bit more direct and come at you. Rashad, you seem a little bit more laid back uh-huh. and uh, what's kind of. West Coast is yeah, that what it is? West Coast, like yeah. you'll slow roll them, right. and Brett looks like more of a, an aggressive type closer. Just kind of, that- just kind of set up the close, just figure out, you know, I mean, because some of the dealers, what they like to do is just talk. 
listen to them talk. That's that's what people like to do. And you don't like that, Brett? No, I do. I want to. I want to. Hey. I want to learn about their store and how I can best help them. All it's right, about diagnosing problems. Yeah. I just try to, ideally, and as long as it's internal, I'm trying to bottleneck somebody into a conversation. I can win 100 percent of the time. Right. If even if they don't sign, that they can't admit that I'm wrong because they know that I'm, I'm right. So I'm trying to find enough pain points and stuff that we can actually solve as a company. What's Rashad's, what's Rashad's, what's what's one thing he's really good at in sales? Rashad is a monster. I The amount of effort, work, and outflow, and calls, and I've just, I always respected about him, and I always commend him for That's it. That's true. He is a machine. Head I mean, down like, when he's eating lunch to. on the phone still while you're eating he's, lunch. I mean, you have, the you t- have to, man. He is I the mean, because look, we got, we got literally, we got 30 days to hit quota. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you every second. Are you counts, working at night minute. too? Yeah, I mean, yeah. just always. I mean, Everybody hey, is. Money never sleeps. It's sales. You know, man. always got to be what, closing. What, what's 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 Brett got? What's what's a special thing about? I mean, Brett? you know what? I, I I respect Brett a hundred percent. I learned a ton. I thought from a word him. butt was going to come in there. Hey. I respect <laughs> him, <laughs> but no, no. <laughs> Disregard the so, first statement yeah. entirely. This is what I really mean. Yeah. So you know what? Actually, I, I was assistant to Brett. You know, uh, working Paul Forty A. Oh, that's you know, right. Yeah. You know, when 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 I first came into the door, so I learned a ton of stuff from Brett. You, you know, just northeast? listen to him. Northeast. Yeah. Like, well, I forgot what states. He, he was New Hampshire and Vermont. Yeah. To set him loose going Vermont. after Subaru dealers. And I, just, I, just figuring it out. Hey, I, I kept asking him, hey, what do I do? What do I do? He, he just said, just do it. So I, I so just dug in and just did I, it and learned a stay lot. Stay on the man. phone, man. I just went up I went up to for a meeting with you, uh, for your your with Paul. I went up and saw who's the 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 guy that owns the dealerships with the crazy hair and he's in a band. Ernie Bach. Yeah, I went up and had a meeting with the Ernie Bach group. Uh, and I believe that you were the the regional on that. To set that up, yeah. Yeah, because you're very direct when I was getting on the phone. You know, it just comes across there's no there's no fat around Rashad's conversations. Hey, yeah. Shoot straight, man. Yeah, and I mean, Brett too. Brett's Brett Brett gives me that kind of like, hey, listen, I got things to do. Give me the bullet points. Right. Right. Well, I mean, you, I mean, like while we're sitting here, I'm sure he's getting calls too. Yeah, but I'm, I mean, I'm sorry. Been, we only got a few more oh, minutes. No, in that's this. fine. Yeah. And I, I'm taking. I'm stealing some of your thunder over here, and your voice sounds a lot better than ours. So I'll have to give you that much. Who, Claire's learning. No, this is so. Learning. Who are you talking to? Her voice. Is yeah, she's sounds- great. You know where she's from? Brooklyn. No. No. I'm from England. And your accent's awesome. It's not like us where I sound like it's really monotone. It's almost like Ben Stein here. I mean, (laughs) Brett sounds like somebody you owe money to on the East Coast, (laughs) which half the the dealers do. And Rashad's that, like, yeah, you guys got that perfect West Coast, East Coast kind of thing going there Mm -hmm. because it it is definitely different regions of the country. Let Let me back up a little bit. Every OEM different, and is every region different on how you have to close and work these deals? Yeah, yes and no. So, I, I, like I said, cut the Mississippi in half, so I go down as far as Florida, but it, Tennessee, Alabama, Mississippi is very different than New York, New Jersey. Um, really just different ways to do business. Life's a little bit different. They just want to talk through different things. Different types of stores run completely different depending on OEM. Um, it's really about being able to match whatever you have on the phone or you're in front of mm-hmm. and to really figure out you know, what pace they want to go at. But if you're in New York, mile a minute. That's what you got to do. You got to think fast and talk. You fast. got Repetto there. Yeah, I do. And uh, you've got you've got uh, OJ Simpson's former uh, uh, assistant down in Southern California with. Uh, <laughs> Who's that? Do you know who that is? <laughs> Maxwell. Maxwell. Jim, Jim Maxwell. Did you not yeah, know that? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, Jim Max. Yeah, you know he was OJ Simpson's assistant. Yeah, he told me that, that before. I forgot about that. Yeah, he was. Yeah, 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 he was. Not yeah. during the uh, uh, incident. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, OJ was found not guilty. So you have the same thing. Is the same thing on your end too? Yeah, I mean. Every deal is different, you know. Like, like I said, it, it starts. What about with the OEMs? The OEMs, OEMs are they different in closing those? Uh, Get Lee Ford out of it, right? Uh, I don't, a Subaru dealership compared to like a Subaru up in Oregon 
compared to a Chevy store down in like uh, Southern California? Yeah, it's a, it's a difference, you know. I mean, but but not a major difference. Okay. At, at the end of the day, the goal is to try to get them to sign up, regardless of what OEM it is, regardless of who you're talking to, you know. It, it really comes down to lease or retail store. It depends yeah. on yeah. how process driven they are. It just depends. I mean, everything's different. The high lines are generally pretty different compared to domestic or import stores, but that's not a rule of thumb. I mean, you really got to figure out when you talk to somebody, whether in person or over the phone, just mm-hmm. how do you guys do business? Right. right. Tell me about your store. I mean, we may not Fact be a good fine. fit is for that you. A, you yeah. keep saying that. Is that a big thing in sales is to know the store? It is. You have to. I mean, hey, how, how many salespeople do you guys have? How many total employees do you guys have? You know, uh, how do you guys sell cars? How, how are you guys selling out of service drive? You know, so we're trying to fit our platform with our products to best suit them. Is it all about creating problems they didn't know they had? Ask questions. The yeah. fact finding, yeah. figuring out where the problems are. That's yeah. how we're going to know what product that suits best, best suits them. Yeah. You know, from if, SLM to Pando X to Pando to one to one. Yeah. Alert Miner. Are you guys data mining now? How are you guys following up to previously sold customers? What's MSRP right now if I got full system, right? And I got, I don't know, no mailers, right? No mailers. But if I got full system, everything, how much, what's MSRP for my dealership? Just software only. I'm selling 150 cars a month. Yeah, software only. Yeah. What are you going to throw I mean, me on the ceiling? I like? mean, you really, it can range, man. I mean, yeah. you're looking yeah. for two grand all the way up to as much as you need to spend. So I'm, right. I'm basically asking you, like, what? how much is my meal going to be at Applebee's if I show up? Because you have no idea if I'm a vegetarian, if I right. eat a lot, I don't eat a lot. How that much can... is every piece of protein on your menu right now? Okay, That's what you just asked. It's yeah. like, it just depends. Every dealership's different. I mean, right. you're going to get these stores that are very tech-savvy and very ad-heavy and want to do different things. Yeah. Gio killer. And this is the mm-hmm. fastest interview. You guys over there just like, it's. this is really, I apologize. I said, no, no, this is good. This I'm is running. a fast. You guys Definitely are just like running. quick. And, I, and here's what we do. I got one more question for both of you, and then we're going to get into something kind of fun. You guys owe me six more minutes, all right? Okay. And then uh, and, and if if Sean, you know, let's just pretend like he, he's, where are they at? Um, so the question, we, we uh, a few years ago came up with these quadrants of how dealers are, the closing dealers, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And in those quadrants, the, what Mike DeLay came up with is that there was four different types of dealer personalities, right? And I want to know how close that is. You guys are in the field right? or in the, in the trenches. You've got the ballers, right? The ballers are the ones that just sign up because the other big dealers across the country, they're using it, right? Mm-hmm. They're just, you know, they're, I, I want it. Right. So-and-so's got it. Sam Pack's got it. I want it. I want it, yeah. You've got the uh, uh, money conscious those are the ones it doesn't matter how many cars you said it's going to sell for them what it's going to do for them it's all about price right doesn't matter you're going to sell 100 cars a month still 1500 dollars is too much money right. you know then you've got your tech savvy you got those those uh e-commerce and, and general managers that have a little bit more of the tech end that want to know more about their data how their data is going to be used if it's going to be secure blah 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 where's this where's your algorithms that kind of thing and then you've got what was the last one the complainers mm-hmm. the ones that it doesn't matter you could tell them that it's going to bring jesus christ himself down from heaven yeah. to stand in your car lot still right complain. and still going to complain yeah. about whatever you're trying to sell them is that still kind of the the, the four quadrants of closers or, or closing uh, yeah, GMs? It, it is. That comes with listening. That comes with, you know, fact-finding, asking questions. You know? It's, so it's, it's right. He's dead Is there on. anything to add to that? Out. Any other type of dealers? Uh, you know... And I know that... I know we're not going to pigeonhole just it, those, but there's... It's right. a broad stroke, but he, Mike's right. Yeah. I mean, he, it makes sense. And knowing that you, what kind of person you're talking to is going to yeah. help you lead your conversation. Not that you ever want to get a price-conscious person. That, that, that If you can show enough value, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they're going to be able to see the value if, in it, but they have to understand. Right. Push the ballers out. Which is the easiest for you? Or which one do you like closing? I like the tech-savvy guys. Tech-savvy. Uh, just because I, they understand the wheel. They understand what we're going for. They understand the whole CXM platform. That makes sense. Um, that way I can pitch the whole wheel because it makes sense, and it's the best product on the marketplace. I mean, I don't care if you're spending 
two grand with us or ten yeah. grand with us. It's the best product you can buy. Same with you, Rashad. I mean, really, to me, man, it don't matter. I mean, I, I could talk to the complainers and close them too. Yeah, you know, hey, complain about this. Always just, just, hey, just, just, just always no, 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 no. Hey, hey, I'm serious, man. Just, just listen to him. <laughs> hey, it's complain. not like I won the last three years in a row. Oh, here we go. Here's no, here, right, right. right. oh, here we go with this. Yeah, uh, the complainer. Yeah, but hey, just, just, <laughs> hey, just listen to him complain. After that, just sign him up. All right, that's, that's it, man. All right, so we're gonna get a little bit of fun now. Uh, about four minutes left here, Claire. We're gonna have some fun with uh, dealership lingo. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, I'm gonna ask these guys uh, a term, and they're gonna tell you what that term means, right? So we're just gonna start with Rashad. We're gonna start with up. And uh, by the way, do you know where that came from? Because I do. I found this out. Tell me. You know Let's where up it. came? Well, tell her what an up is first. Yeah. So I mean, an up is just you know a fresh prospect. It's a customer that's walking onto the lot looking to buy a vehicle. You know, with, 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 with us, we're on the phone, we're prospecting, we're looking at these customers as ups, we're trying to figure out, fact find, uh, get them on the phone and have a conversation with them. So what's an up is somebody that we, we don't know, but we're looking to know more about them and looking to figure out what the next steps are. And do you know, Brett, do you know where up came from? I have no idea. So this is why it's called an up, because in the car dealerships, back in the day, these guys would be sitting down smoking cigarettes, talking, drinking coffee, and a customer would walk on the lot and a sales manager would yell, hey, get up off your ass and go help that customer. So that's where the term up came from. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. You guys are welcome. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Nice. To up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next one. Uh, Brett, tell Claire what the B-back bus is. So it's <laughs> somebody that sat through, got a deal put together, and they left the dealership. And they're going to be back. And then it's what sales managers yell at their salespeople about. The customer left and said, hey, I'm going to be back. They said they're coming back. Well, Usually we call that Murph around here. Uh, that customer's gone, um, but the, the be back bus. I'll, I'll be right back. I gotta go. Pick, I gotta go pick up my husband. We're gonna mm -hmm. come back and get this car. Uh, I gotta go talk to somebody. Uh, that's generally not how it goes. Uh, Rashad, do you know what a boomerang is? Boomerang? Yeah. Never heard of it. No. A, what, what's that? A boomerang is uh, uh, it's a slang for giving a customer a price and the value of their trade that no other dealership is able to match. Because they say they're going to take their car somewhere else to get a different uh, price on their that trade, right. and it, they're, they're boomerang right back to your dealership, right? So that's these are some of these are kind of old school, uh, but I am going to ask you about uh, getting broomed. You know, get, getting broomed. Getting broomed. You know that one, no. Brett. Uh, you guys have customer where the customer's not being reasonable with the payments and then kind of broom your customers, what you're talking about? Yeah. It's just getting a, a customer that won't make a decision out of the dealership. Gotcha. So, you know, they're just brooming them right out. Right. Well, they want a car that's a $700 payment for $250. Right, of course. Yeah. It's something that's unreasonable. Yeah. Um, here is your uh, term. I'm going to give you this one. What's buy or die? Buy or die. Hey, it's either you buy or you die. It's <laughs> either a today or never. Yeah. Sign them up now. You, you sign ABC, them when they're the, always closing. Sign them when they're in the store. Always they're done closing. forever. And is that usually in a month, a lot of that buy or die comes in? Absolutely. Yeah? yeah. What do you think, Brett? It depends. Um, it's just, you know, creating urgency and doing the right thing. Um, the buy or die is kind of a dirty term sometimes. Um, so it's just a matter of putting them on the spot, making sure they understand that they're, you're in the same shoes that they're in, that you guys have a closeout, we have a closeout, and everything's kind of the same. This is very similar to car sales and the way we do it and what we look for. Mm -hmm. So it's a, it's a quota-based system. And if you explain that to dealers, GMs, they understand it, and they respect it. Mm -hmm. I got two more for you, then we're going to cut this out, let you guys get back to work, all right? Uh, Brett, what is a bird dog? Uh, so somebody gives you a referral, bird dog fee. Yeah, so if you buy a car and then you uh, refer a friend of yours to go buy a car from the same dealership, the same salesperson, then usually that salesperson will, will give you, what's a spiff? Yeah. Same thing? Spiff. Hey, you know, hey, I, I sold this, told this vehicle. 
It was a bird dog. Here's a spiff. Fifty bucks, a hundred bucks, two hundred, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So you guys will do spiffs every once in a while up on the sales. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, we do. Salespeople are uh, not just money motivated, but extra things, or you take them out for dinner, or whatever it right. is. So Chiefs tickets, or yeah. whatever. Yeah. You guys do it in Dev too. Like all that, all those drinks down there. All that you have. Those are all spiffs. <laughs> <laughs> Your 14 coolers of drinks. All right, last one, and then then you guys are out of here. Uh, Where is it at here? Uh, An ace. You know what an ace is at a dealership? An ace. You guys ever heard that term? I've Uh, never heard that one. That's an old school one. An ace, yeah, it's real old. An ace is a customer that signs on the first offer. You don't have to do any kind of negotiate. Done, right? You You can throw a four pounder. Right, yep. you got a four pounder, which is what Rashad. That's yeah. four thousand dollar gross. Absolutely on the front, uh, and then you can nail him for another two point five on the back. Yep. Right, so it's dealership terms. It's kind of cool uh, how this all works, but a lot of these are really old school. And you guys are quite young. You're both uh, millennials, right? Uh, that are just rocking the sales world here at Autolure. And we got to thank you. It's the chicken before you know or the egg because development and operations can say that you know. If it wasn't for them, this company wouldn't be here. But at the same time, sales, if you're not selling the product, this company wouldn't be here. So I got to say, all together, it's just an amazing team of operations, development, and sales. Well, we got to be thankful for the dev team, though. And we always are because with you guys, we have new things to sell, Mm -hmm. um, new things to bring to our dealers. So we're always excited with new product. I mean, especially Pando X coming around and then... I'm sure some new things we're going to launch at NADA that I'm not going to mention on this, but All I mean, right. uh, sales is pretty excited because we've heard some, whis- going off. heard yeah. some whispers. Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I already got something from Sean, so we got to go. All right, we'll see you later. <laughs> yeah, Thanks a lot go. for listening to the uh, Inside Auto Podcast. You guys can get out of here. Go Thanks. ahead. All right, Thanks, guys. Thanks, get man. out of the Appreciate Inside Auto Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Inside Auto Podcast. Remember all views and opinions by anyone on the podcast are represented to themselves and do not necessarily reflect the ideas or opinions of Auto Alert. If you'd like to be a guest on the Inside Auto Alert podcast, reach out to Joey Little on Vando, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening.